This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, July 5th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Funding bill has money to study pesticide impacts. House Ag schedules a listening session and USDA employees are heading back to the office. Spending bill funds study on pesticide impact. Farm workers are getting some attention from congressional Democrats. The House Fiscal 23 funding bill for the Labor Department includes a million dollars to study by the National Academy of Sciences the impact of pesticides on children working in agriculture. Pesticides have detrimental effect on human health, with children among the particularly vulnerable and low levels of pesticide exposure can affect children's neurological and behavioral development. That the word of House Appropriations Committee in the report that accompanies the spending bill. The committee report is separately asking the Labor Department to do a report on the risk of injuries to children in agriculture. Now take note, the report praises the Labor Department for taking steps to, quote, proactively inspect workplaces for risk to workers from extreme heat. House Ag sets next listening session. House Agriculture Committee Chairman David Scott scheduling another Farm Bill listening session in the district of panel Democrat is facing a tough re-election race. The first listening session was in Arizona in Tim O'Halloran's district. A meeting set for July 22nd to be hosted by Washington Representative Kim Schreier, another target for Republicans this fall. The Cook Political Report rates her race as a toss-up. USDA on track to complete transition to fiscal workplace. USDA is on schedule to finish transitioning workers back to their offices by next month. Deputy Ag Secretary Jill Bronow says in the latest episode of AgriPulse Newsmakers. She says the department is monitoring safety and offering workers flexibility as they return to their fiscal workspaces. As more employees return back to the fiscal workspace, we'll monitor the transition rates. But we're going to continue to keep people safe while focusing on high productivity and offering up to eight days per pay period for telework options for those who qualify, Bronau said. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. Poultry workers get back pay after probe. Workers at two poultry plants in Mississippi have received $285,000 in back pay after a Labor Department investigation found that they'd not receive minimum wage and overtime pay. The department's wage and hour division says A&B Foods and PH Food failed to comply with the Fair Labor Standards Act when they made illegal deductions that reduced employees' average hourly pay below the federal minimum wage and failed to pay correct overtime rates for some workers for hours over 40, among other violations. The payments went to more than 300 workers at the plant's 
in Morton, Mississippi. Iowa High Court establishes new tests for determining when nuisance exists. The Iowa Supreme Court has scrapped the test for determining when a nuisance exists on a neighbor's land. The decision stems from a case involving concentrated animal feeding operation that a farmer claimed said used too much manure. We overruled the Gacky test because it was wrongly decided, is difficult to administer, and has been superseded by subsequent decisions using the national basis test, the court said, in its 4-3 to decision. The court upheld a lower court decision that did not find a nuisance. The Iowa Pork Producers Association and Iowa Farm Bureau Federation joined the case on the side of the defendant. More Mexican berries on the way to the U.S. The berry business in Mexico is booming, and the country's exports of strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, and blackberries are expected to be up 12% this year to 584,000 metric tons. That's according to an account by Blueberries Consulting. Mexican exports this year, up until June 16, are already at a record level, and strong crops are pushing the expanded trade, according to the firm, which got the dates, the data from Mexico's National Association of Exporters of Berries. The vast majority of Mexico's berry exports, about 95%, are set to the U.S., with the remainder going to Europe, the Middle East, and Southeast Asia. Mexico is now seeking deals to open up markets in South Korea, India, and Malaysia. Ukraine starts EU accession process with Geographic Indications Bill. Ukraine is getting a jump on its application to join the European Union with a more of a move that won't please the U.S. dairy sector. The Ukrainian parliament on Friday quickly approved legislation to adopt the EU's geographic indications rules that protect food names like Gorgonzola, Fontina, Gouyere, Javiardi, Asiago, and feta cheese. The U.S. Trade Representative considers geographic indicators a trade barrier, and the U.S. dairy industry has been fighting the European Union to spread food name protections around the globe. The adoption of such a law is one of the indispensable conditions for a country to become a member of the EU, the Ukrainian Agriculture Ministry said after the Parliament approved the legislation. Well, here's today's He Said It. Between July 4th and Labor Day, join me in going without added or processed sugar. We are a nation that uses tax dollars to drive down the cost of sugar, and then we pay again for the booming health care costs associated with high sugar intake. That the word of Senator Cory Booker, the New Jersey Democrat, in a tweet. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, July 5th. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Alley.